Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. YouTube TV. It's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay here as well. Good morning to you, Jeffrey. Hello. Uh, do you have Final Four favor? No, not quite. I, you uh, know, it, it, this is kind of like the week the week that leads you into the Super Bowl, right? Right. We have we we've had games consistently, and now we have to wait six days in order for for the Final Four to get going on Saturday. But you know, it's it, tomorrow will will fully hit. It's like oh my goodness, we're getting Duke Carolina in the Final yeah. Four. That even though we don't really love Coach K, to put it politely, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think he probably gets a little too harsh from some here. Probably a little too harsh, but I understand. I understand. Uh, I get it. The journey more for you, more exciting than the actual conclusion. I think most would agree with that with uh, with March Madness. Uh, today on the show, on the heels of Elihu Foistel and Roxy Roxborough yesterday, uh, along with Jason Weingarten and Brady Cannon, Jason will be in studio a little later on during the show. We will also have Bill Krakenberger in studio. We'll have them both in studio at the same time even. How about that? We'll do that a little later on. Jason and I made some uh, baseball wagers yesterday, and we will reveal what those were on top of the ones we've already made uh, once he gets here. Will Hill will join us for the New York City cast. Are you the guest on the New York City cast today, Jeff? I may or may not be. Why are we being so secretive about it? Oh, because I'm not sure what day it's airing. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Uh, Adam Burke will join us. Adam Burke to talk about his baseball picks. And let me just say this about Adam Burke once again. I used to write baseball manifestos uh, here at VEASAN in our first few years. I used to do it before VEASAN started, my season win total stuff. Uh, My favorite season win totals was one of the best sort of solid bets that we would make from year to year, and I would write profusely about it. Uh, Mine is a haiku compared to what Adam Burke does. Adam Burke, with the deepest dive on baseball teams prior to a season that you'll ever want to read, will distill it to some of his favorite picks today. He'll be on the show here momentarily. I just want to start here, though, Jeff, um, because we've had tennis picks each and every day. First of all, did you see what happened with our tennis picks yesterday? Did you follow this at all? Oh, I, I, I saw it, Gil. This is, this is just – for it to happen twice in one day is, is the biggest anomaly of them all. We had Paula Bedosa on the, uh, on the ladies' side in the quarterfinals, and she was down 4-1 to one to Jesse Pagula. Bedosa had already been complaining about an injury the match before against uh, Furutova, I believe you pronounce it. And so we knew there was this possibility, and sure enough, down 4-1, to one, Paula Bedosa just, who, who never quits, by the way, she's a gamer, she started uh, tearing up and she was done. And so at 98% of sportsbooks, if you don't go a set, because some sportsbooks, for the grading, you have to play a full match, or you have to play one set and whoever advances. If one set's in the books, that's how it's graded. But if you don't play one set, 
it's refunds all around. Although I'm told stations here in town, it's like a golf rule. As soon as you swing a racket, it makes contact with the ball. They, they do everything. So if you did have stations, you would have lost with Bedosa. But then the next match happened where we had Francisco Cerundolo as a roughly $4 dog. And some people got it almost as high as a $5 dog by the time this went off in certain spots. And he was up a break on Yannick Sinner, also 4-1. to one. And we're like, well, listen, in both matches, both the Bedosa match and in the Sarundalo pick, you have no idea how it's going to turn out in the end, right? They could turn. They could stay the same. You don't know. But let's just put it this way. We were off to a great start. We were up a break. It was 4-1. to one. And all of a sudden, Yannick Sinner just goes, yeah, I'm good. Foot blisters was the uh, stated reason. I gots to go. Now, the, the difference with Bedosa and, and Sinner was – Sinner hadn't shown any issues whatsoever with this beforehand. And I think Sarundalo had practiced with him, and he was like, I didn't see anything before that either. Anyway, who knows how they would have turned out, but we got refunded on both. So it was just a med day. And there's no pick today, is what I just want to say here at the top of the show. Uh, there's no pick today because the, uh, the men are on the uh, second side of the quarters, if you will. And it's Orcots and Medvedev to start this morning. Um, Orcots may be live, but I'm certainly not going up against the number one, the world number one in Daniil Medvedev. Uh, and then the next one, Miamir Kecmanovic, who's been great, but he's going up against the juggernaut that is Carlos Alcaraz, and there is no play either way. Uh, both Medvedev and Alcaraz, prohibitive favorites. And then on the on the ladies' side, um, it is the semifinals today. It is Naomi Osaka against Belinda Bencic. That's the one that came closest to a play. Because if you look at the really short-term data on Benchich, maybe that would that would coax you into something. But Osaka has shown enough here where I'm not comfortable getting in front of it because her long-term data is better. So I'm just steering clear. And uh, then, of course, later it's Iga, Iga Sviatek, and Jesse Pagula, and all of our Iga futures on this tournament. Once again, looking good as we head into the semis. Trying to hit Iga again for the second consecutive tournament. And this would be the third. I I believe this would be the fourth. If she ends up winning this, it would be the fourth of her six tournaments in which we had futures on. So we're looking forward to that. Is that a good ratio? That's a pretty darn good ratio. Pretty good. But no play today. In other words, uh, Benchich was the one that got the closest, but I'm steering clear. Basketball, Jeff, I want to bring this up because we talked about this on primetime. First of all, two nights ago on primetime action, when Joel Embiid was, you know, put up the soft putback of the hardened three, and Giannis rejected it. And I openly said on, I openly asked Matt and Kelly right afterwards, I go, look, I don't want to say anything ridiculous, but do you think like a play like that this late in the season could sway some voters' minds where they would be like, okay, well, yeah, Embiid shouldn't be the MVP after all. It should be Jokic, and maybe Giannis should be the defensive player of the year. So, you know, I, I brought that up live. Yesterday, I'm watching uh, PTI. I'm watching Tony Kornheiser and, and Michael Wilbon. And Tony Kornheiser brings up the exact same thing. He goes, do you think, do you think that that one play is going to move voters, sway some voters? And so I thought he was going to draw the same conclusion that I did. But instead, Jeff, instead of saying, oh, yeah, in, it shouldn't be Joel Embiid. It should be Nikola Jokic. Kornheiser says it shouldn't be Embiid. It should be Giannis for MVP. And I was like... All right, that's an interesting way to put it. Giannis, by the way, 9-1 to one in the MVP markets. So I said, oh, that's, that's an interesting take. And my first reaction was to sort of scoff at it. We had Micah Adams on from Sporting News last night. 
And he, who's not a better, right, but but is aware of the betting markets, he immediately says, he goes, guys, explain to me why Giannis is 9-1. to one. Now, I agree. Giannis should not be that long of a shot for MVP. But I thought it was interesting that a couple people who are not as close to the betting markets as we are are sort of incredulous as to why Giannis isn't getting more MVP love. What would you say about that? Hey, look, I'm not I'm not going to argue with it. Yeah. Because if Milwaukee ends up with the one seed, Giannis's numbers are better than they were during either of his MVP seasons right now. Mm-hmm. So look, I'm not going to argue it. I, I just think at this point, though, the biggest issue that he has, and we have talked about it at uh, at volume here, Jokic's supporting cast is just so mediocre to bad. Yeah. Where Giannis has. Chris Middleton, who's a legitimate all-star. Drew Holiday, who's basically the best non-all-star player in the NBA at this point. It's just hard for me to see Giannis hopping both guys the rest of the way. But look, he's he's playing at such a ridiculously high level right now, Gil. Your logic about Jokic, the reason I have a bet on Jokic, a lot of it has to do with the fact that his second and third best players on the Nuggets haven't been there, right? Adams and Porter, they haven't been there. It's funny to me, though, to hear people who take that the other way, right? We talked to Drew Densick about it, and he's like, I bet you a lot of people aren't that, won't think about it an extra beat. And they'll just sort of be like, yeah, well, the Nuggets are sixth, and the Sixers are third, or whatever they are on any given night, and oh well. And it's like, look at their records. They're just, <laughs> the two teams' records aren't even that far off. So, that, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, wanna, I have one thing on Giannis real mm-hmm. quick, because yeah. Milwaukee plays in Brooklyn tonight. Yeah. Oh, that's and big. if the Bucks go in there, and Giannis has this huge game, mm-hmm. and the Bucks win comfortably against the Nets, who, by the way, looked barely like an NBA team for the first half against Detroit two nights ago at home, even though they ended up coming back and winning the game. That might be one of those games where the game is on national TV. It's in the spotlight, where all of a sudden tomorrow, Giannis is, it's not 1A, 1B with Jokic and Embiid. It's 1A, 1B, 1C, where Giannis goes way shorter than what he's at right now. Again, it's an if, yeah. but it's totally in play, Gil. The one thing I will give him, Giannis shouldn't be 9-1. to one. I get that much. But I, but it was fascinating to hear both of those responses from people who aren't as close to the betting markets. As we are, as we are a la, remember, in the NL MVP, I had the Juan Soto ticket, got, you know, finished second, sadly, at 75-1. to one. But remember, I kept saying, Brandon Crawford is 100-1. to one. Do we really think that he's that far off of this? He ended up finishing third. Right. So there's that. The other basketball note we talked about on primetime last night. Maybe we've been on the wrong scent about the last week and the last weekend of the NFL of the NBA season where we're, we're talking about how teams might try to avoid. They might, first of all, it's going to be difficult to anticipate where Brooklyn's going to fall after the plan. Will they fall seven? Will they fall eight? Assuming they fall seven, would you want to avoid the two seed? We've been talking about that. But what we really sort of talked about was this thing about the Celtics and Toronto and the Canadian vaccination rules. And the fact that the Celtics played in Toronto this week, just a couple nights ago, almost won, by the way, without Tatum, without Brown, without Horford, without Williams, Williams by injury, almost won, lost in overtime. Do we know if the Celtics are vaccinated? We know that the Sixers stars are. We know Embiid. He's been very vocal about it. We know Harden is because he played uh, home games for Brooklyn. We know the Heat are. Um, Who am I forgetting in there as well? We know that, um, who's the other team? Milwaukee is, generally speaking. But we don't know about the Celtics. The Celtics have dropped to fourth. By the way, the Raptors are sixth. 
have we missed the boat on who's going to be jockeying for what that final weekend? It is not impossible. It yeah. is not impossible because we just don't know. We, uh, I believe it was Windhorst. It was either Windhorst or Bonteps yesterday reporting that the Heat and the Bucks are fully vaccinated. And like you said, Harden and Embiid, we know Philadelphia. We just don't know on Boston. And the fact that the Celtics stars did play in Toronto in November doesn't matter. The vaccine rules came in in January. And they skillfully perhaps avoided that with just a rest night the other night. Something to keep monitoring with your bets that final week, and specifically the final weekend of the season. Will the Celtics have a tell there? Adam Burke next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, it's really Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've seen the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Our all-digital MLB guide at Visa.com is available now, and Adam Burke has futures, team previews, and best bets for all 30 teams, plus Jason Weingarten's MLB future bets, trends, and more. Sign up today and get full access to VEASAN through the start of baseball season, the Masters, and the NFL Draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash, not splash, but VEASAN.com slash spring there you go 
By the way, speaking of Adam Burke and Jason Weingarten, what do you know? Who do we have right now in studio? It's Jason Weingarten. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Nice to be back in Vegas again. It was rough 10 days not being here so <laughs> yes rough. you had to go you know slum it in southern california is that what's yeah. happening i know it's tough uh we'll get to the bets that uh you and i made yesterday but first the other person mentioned in here the first person mentioned in this promo who is responsible for our mlb betting guide it is the great adam burke how you doing adam I'm good, Gil. How are you doing today, man? Doing very well, man. So so AL East, AL Central in the hopper, and AL West to come here shortly? Yes, sir. AL East and AL Central were posted over at vcin.com with my team previews for those, and then the AL West will go up today, and then uh, we'll do NL East tomorrow, NL Central, and NL West over the next couple of days. So uh, good to get them all out there. It was a very quick turnaround with Major League Baseball deciding relatively abruptly to start the season. Uh, it was a quick turn, a big push, but proud of all the work that everyone's done on, on these uh, win totals. Let me just ask you a question. How much time, when all is said and done, how much time do you think you put into writing all of these? Well, in a traditional season, it probably takes me about four to six weeks in terms of getting all my prep work together, writing them, self-editing them, and all of that. But this time around, I've had about 10 days to put them all together. So it's been much, much quicker than usual. But we got it done, and I've uh, been working. I wouldn't stay around the clock, but pretty close to it. Are you willing? So I, I don't, I don't want to you know, get people not to go get the betting guy, but I do want to sort of give – a, uh, a sense of a pick or two that you're willing to share here. What would you like to sort of offer to the audience this morning as a bet you like season long? Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Uh, as far as the ones that are up here so far, there are a couple of win totals that I did like and, and did end up playing here. And one of them being the Tampa Bay Rays over 89 and a half. And also that you can find 17 to one out there to win the world series. And I think one of the most important things this season in Major League Baseball is going to be pitching depth because we had this quick lead up to the season. Starters will not be stretched out until probably the second week of May at this point in time. So you really need a team that has a lot of above average pitchers. Tampa Bay, and I saw this in an Eno Steris article, I believe, or, or Mike Petrello, one of the two, that Tampa Bay has like 10 or 11 above average pitchers on their roster. So they have a ton of depth. Now they did lose Pete Fairbanks, one of their high leverage relievers. But other than that, they've got a lot of depth, a lot of guys that are going to be valuable pitchers throughout the course of the season. And I think it's going to be really important because I think one thing we're going to find as this season goes along is that pitching injuries are going to be up. You know, you had the short season in 2020, the long season in 2021. A lot of young pitchers wound up throwing career highs last season. So I think pitcher injuries are going to be really big as this season goes along. So pitching depth is really a huge part of not only the previews, but also of the bets I've made so far. Are your previews as long as they've always been, Adam? No, I, I did have to cut them down a little bit. Um, you know, sometimes in the past, I'd have up to 4,000 words or so in these previews. Most of these are coming in around 1,500 to 1,800. Uh, so I did have to cut them down quite a bit. But, you know, also, too, I'll be doing a daily article for VSIN and then doing the run line on Sunday nights with Ben Wilson yes. uh, from 8 to 10 Eastern. So at least I'll be able to talk about some stuff throughout the season, too. So the run line, new show Sundays during baseball season, 8 to 10. That's 5 to 7. Uh, PM Pacific each and every Sunday as a sort of uh, week recap and a and a look forward to Major League Baseball. So the Rays, by the way, at uh, let's see, Pocota projection has them at eighty five point three. Fangraphs have them at eighty six. By the way, Pocota with some very odd projections this year, I think. Um, okay, so Tampa Bay over. Um, you can never go wrong 
You never go broke um, thinking highly of the Tampa Bay Rays organization. That's for sure. What else did you like? Yeah, and, and just to kind of piggyback off of that point, I do really look for teams that embrace analytics to a high degree. I think that those are teams that can maximize their talent better than other ones. And so if you've got a team that's maybe transitioning into looking a little bit more at analytics, like the Detroit Tigers, for example, where I think A.J. Hinch is doing a phenomenal job with that ball I do like they're over 78 and a half where I think they're a team that you know really kind of takes that next step. I mean, they started off really poorly last year, wound up playing, I think about three or four games over 500 from about the middle of May through the rest of the regular season. So they obviously took some big strides forward, but I will say much to my chagrin Gil, I think the guardians are a good under bet this year at oh, 76 and a half, no. or whatever number you can find out there. Uh, they're the stars and scrubs team. They've got two stars in Jose Ramirez and Shane Bieber. The rest of the team is, is not overly inspiring. Their bullpen looks awful for this season. So even if their starting staff does give them some leads here, I think they're going to have a hard time protecting those. The offense isn't particularly good. Once again, they're going to have a lot of guys kind of rotating in and out of those middle infield positions throughout the year as they try to figure out, you know, what they do with Andres Jimenez, what they do with some of their prospects, uh, they're just not a solid looking roster here. And, and also too, you know, you got the Terry Francona thing. He's in and out of the clubhouse with all of his medical ailments and all of that. It's just, there's just not a whole lot of cohesion. I don't think with this team right now. And when I think the white Sox are going to be really good, I think the tigers are better. I think the twins are better. Somebody has to bear the brunt of it. And I think it's my Cleveland guardians. Yeah. That's your boyhood team. That's why I reacted like I did. So people should know Adam is, doing this as objectively as humanly possible. Do you, do you bet like season long player props at all? Do you do any of that? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll throw a few out there. Um, you know, I, I, I will probably try to look at, you know, a few more Cy Young and MVP bets as we get closer to the season. One of the biggest things Gil is, you know, I'll bet under season win totals relatively early because my position can only get better if there are injuries and all of that. But as far as overs and betting on players, I know I lose a little bit of line value from time to time, but I also want to make sure that those guys get to the season healthy or that those teams get to the season healthy. The last thing you want to do is be sitting on an angels over win total. And all of a sudden Mike trout strains an oblique and he misses six weeks or something like that. So if I'm going to bet something, that's kind of more of a positive looking outcome to win an award or a season win total over, I'll kind of wait and, and make sure that everything is kosher before the season starts. Okay. So that's what that's your strategy with that. Did you end up doing any division future specifically? Yeah, I mean, I, I did go ahead and lay the price with the White Sox in the Central Division, and I know it's a big number. It's up there in that minus one seventy-five ish, minus one ninety range, depending on where you look. But I, I just don't think anybody else in this division comes close. I mean, I think Detroit can be you know a five hundred or better team. Minnesota's win total is right there around five hundred as well. But I mean, this White Sox team, the lineup is awesome. The starting rotation is really good. The bullpen's been quite solid. And keep in mind, too, last year, you know, Luis Robert, 296 plate appearances. Yasmani Grandal, only 375. Eloy Jimenez was hurt. They had a bunch of key offensive pieces miss significant time and were still far, far, far and away the best team in that central division. So, you know, that's one that I really didn't mind laying a price. But the other Chicago team is actually one where I took a price and took a little gamble on the Chicago Cubs at 11 to one to win the NL central. And 
it's a long shot. Obviously mm. their season win total is in the mid seventies, but I think this team has potential to be very, very good. You know, the last couple of years, they've had a black cloud hanging over them with knowing that Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo and Javier Baez were going to be gone. Now it's just guys that can go out there and play. And I think they hit for power. I think they're talented. They've got a great defensive infield. They retooled the bullpen completely. So I like the Cubs season win total over and also took a little bit of a shot on 11 to one to win the division. Wow. I did not expect that. Interesting. Okay. I leave you with this. Are you as, and this is again, it's all at vston.com slash spring for the MLB betting guide. All of Adam's thoughts up and down major league baseball, betting it every which way it's all in there. Uh, and you can follow Adam on Twitter, by the way, at skating tripods, one of the great sort of Twitter handles uh, from years gone by from the early days of Twitter, even the Giants, are you as bearish on them as everybody else seems to be in terms of a regression, uh, a year of regression for them? I, I You know what? I, I'm not going to have any piece of any of their futures or their win total or anything like that, but I'm very, very wary of looking at regression from a team that is as smart and as savvy as the Giants are. You know, I understand that they lost some pieces. They do have to replace some guys, but that's an incredibly deep starting rotation. They're one of the smartest organizations in baseball. They are one of those teams that maximizes every ounce of potential from their players. I will say I'm very worried about Carlos Rodon. I, I, you know, I'm very worried about the medicals as everybody should be, but outside of that, I mean, I just think they're a really solid team. They've learned how to, you know, kind of approach their ballpark and the park factor is a strength for them as opposed to a weakness. I just think they're a really, really smartly run team. And so I tend not to look for a lot of regression out of teams like that. All right, Adam, look forward to talking to you all baseball season, man. We can't wait. Absolutely. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Adam Burke, everybody, our uh, chief baseball guy. Can we call him our chief baseball guy? He's responsible for the old MLB betting guide. What a job he did on that. Uh, we'll come back. Jason is here with me. Jason Weingarten, host of the Wide World of Weingarten. Uh, Jason will talk about the bets made around town yesterday, and then he will uh, give a whole review of what Adam had to say. No, not that mm. part. I'm just joking about I like those Indians bet, actually. You do? All right. There's one. Coming back. Numbers Game Beast and the Sports Betting. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wendy's breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stack starting lineup like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends oven baked, sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive through and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. You leaning in, Jeff? You guys know? No? Oh, they brought in Wendy's last night, primetime action. Got a chicken sandwich. Oh, my God. You had one of those yet? You you had Wendy's twice yesterday. Because uh, that's they brought correct. It for us here hey, you don't too. have to tell us every everything. <laughs> I would throw to Jeff in the morning yesterday. I'd be like, Jeff, what do you think about that? He'd be like, uh, one other thing, Gil, about that. <laughs> I mean, it's big breakfast. Jason Weingarten is here, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. He's uh, been on this show, oh, hundreds of times, probably in the past by this time, uh, at Spreadopedia on Twitter. Jason in studio for Bet Bash 2. You looking forward to Bet Bash 2? You excited? Very excited. I get lunches, dinners, breakfast. I'm, I get to meet everybody I haven't met in person and a bunch of people I already know. It's, it's going to be a great weekend. Drinks with Roxy. That's exciting. I can't wait. That's the highlight of my gambling career is being invited to yeah. something like that. It's, yeah. uh, it's like I feel like I finally made it. It's a, 
have made it. By the way, you, you, you're, you're downplaying something, and we don't, you don't have to give any names or books or anything like that, but you have, in addition to just being recognized around town, you have noticed that when you speak, people are noticing and markets are noticing. Yes? Fair? Yeah. I mean, like, if I tweet something like, like C.J. Abrams recently, his prices, prices have been bigger and like Westgate has moved him quicker. Um, I'll tweet out, hey, he's like 18 to 1 at DraftKings. An hour later, he's 9 to 1. So people are betting stuff on my advice, which is cool. But Very cool. Very cool. I, I mean, you should be very, very sort of uh, uh, proud of that, I'm I think, honored. in one sense. I'm honored that people yeah. rely on my advice and trust me. It's, That's uh, right. Um, so yesterday, uh, we made a couple bets, and some folks were asking, hey, were you going to share those? And you said, yeah, we'll share them today. Yeah. All right. So... What's the reveal? What do we do? We bet Randall Gritchick to hit the most home runs at 250 to 1. I think that's what everyone is tuned in to, uh, to hear us talk about. When I, when I brought that up yesterday, were you like, don't say that, don't talk about it? Kind of. I mean, <laughs> I, was I, didn't, like, I wasn't really worried that like, someone was going to front round my bet, but I yeah. was like, oh, can we talk about this tomorrow? Like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this today. Uh, it's, it's funny, though, because I sort of have a good sense of what it is that I will talk about that people will latch onto, and then if I, if I throw something, in casually, n- not as much kind of thing. And by the way, Gritchick, Gritchick for most home runs is not available rampantly. No, it, uh, uh, Circa's putting up numbers. I mean, they, they have numbers. It's like two pages deep. So, right. you know, I appreciate them putting out such a, a deep market there. I got some big numbers on home runs, on long shots. And I, I like to have a, a big portfolio of, of guys like that. So, you know, I've, I'm happy that Circa's doing doing that. This is the one time of year. I don't know about the one time of year, but this is definitely a time of year. Let's see if you would agree that here in Las Vegas, here in the state of Nevada, they actually do things very well with futures. They will take big bets and they will take them at big numbers. Yeah. And some of the more prominent offshores, the pillars of the, of the global betting uh, community, do not do that. And there's multiple sets of numbers. Like last yeah. night I was looking at home run numbers between Will Hill and Circa and Westgate. And, you know, you could get 300 to 1 that's a 70 to 1 somewhere else. And you could build a really nice portfolio of bets across the different books if you're willing to run around and bet them. Yeah. I bet everything at the window. I don't do apps. So I got to go physically to each one of these books. And By the way, I would just want to state in advance that I have not told Randy that we have made this wager nor will I at any point. Which one? The one I'm going to go make today? or the No, no, the one that we just made. The one that we just talked about. Oh, but we didn't make it at Westgate. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Gritchick most home runs. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, you're not going to tell him. I'm not telling unless him. Unless he's watching the show. I'm not telling him. Unless he's watching, right? I'm not telling yeah, him. Yeah, I can't I let him know. I don't want any pressure whatsoever about that. Don't want a Bud Norris situation here. <laughs> That's right. I don't want anything like that. Um, do you want to talk about the other one that was... Uh, sure. Okay. Which we also brought up yesterday. Very in passing. Very in passing. And, and obviously it won't be super surprising to anybody who's listened to me and talked for the last year and a half or so. But That's right. You know, I, 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 it's very important. If anybody ever comes on the show and tells you they could double your money six to nine months you should probably just kick them out right away just get out of the studio you <laughs> yeah. know but me i'm not here to tell you i'm gonna double your money i could quadruple it <laughs> that's what you're here to tell so, us yeah i came to i came to town yesterday and i, I decided about a week ago it wasn't on my betting card initially but i i decided i had to run back the shohei otani mvp 
I got four to one at uh, Will Hill. They gave me a, a really large bet. I think it was about $46,000. So um, pretty pretty big bet on Otani. Um, rather large. Yeah, rather large. The British call it a proper bet. Uh, and you, obviously I could explain to you. What, you know, would, you, would you like the explanation why I did Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Of course. Well, he's Shohei Otani. I guess we could start there. He's still the only player in baseball that pitches and hits. You know, so he has that going for him. He was the unanimous MVP last year. So, you know, if we're just looking at, at the voter sentiment, it's hard to see. And, and obviously, I'm, I'm assuming a year of full health. It's hard to see how he goes from a unanimous MVP to all of a sudden having competition. He spent the entire offseason training to get better. What MVP spends the entire offseason training to get better after setting records, you know, we haven't seen in 100 years? Only Shohei Otani does that. So, you know, I know he had a couple bad months at the end. He struck out a little too much. He still had 156 strikeouts and 130 innings. He's the opening day starter. He's going to pitch more this year. Uh, you know, he, he had, what, 48 home runs or something. Uh, what other stats do you want me to, to, to kind of point out? The 117-mile-an-hour max exit velocity that puts him up there with Giancarlo Stanton, the 55% barrel rate that, that puts him up there with the best, you know, in baseball. Uh, it, it's Otani versus health, essentially, to win the MVP this year. And everyone's going to say, well, what about Mike Trout? What about Mike Trout? He's played, he's averaged like 106 games a year for the last couple of years. I'm not super concerned about, about Mike Trout. And frankly, I'm actually happy that Trout's going to be back and healthy because he's protecting Otani, who's going to be batting leadoff now. So I think Otani puts up the same or similar numbers he does as last season, possibly even improves on him. So I bet the Cy Young at 30 and 40 to 1, I think that's a great great bet, especially with the precedent set last year by Corbin Burns that you don't need to pitch 200 innings or 180. You could win with 168 innings. So, you know, if Otani can get to 150 this year, what's the difference between 150 and 168? It's it's not that much when we're, you know, when we're lowering the bar every season with, uh, with pit pitcher innings. So I love this bet at four to one. I didn't initially think I was going to bet it, but after kind of going through the board and looking at my options, I said, I'm just going to pile into Otani this year. Uh, four, four to one was where I got him last year, way lower in, than the, during the season, during the season. Yeah. And I got the last four to one in town before it crashed to really small, uh, plus money, and then obviously by the end he was minus a bajillion. But that was the that was the bet where I was like, listen, everyone wants. Oh, you could have got him at thirty three to one before the season. I don't care. I'm getting him now at this, and I will be thrilled. And of course I was. Now, so uh, a couple questions. Well, one question: How difficult was it to get them to take that? Not difficult at all. Not at all. I I DM the guy I've been talking to there. They've mm -hmm. been pretty helpful the last couple of weeks. They reached out to me and kind of yeah worked out a problem I'd had in the past. And I said, Hey, I want to come to town and bet a bunch on Otani. And they said, we'll take up to win 250,000. He was, said, he Great. was, he was super nice on Twitter. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah. I, I'm actually hoping I'm going to get to meet him for breakfast or lunch while I'm here this week. But um, they put up some really cool markets and he talked about they're uh, trying to put up a lot of progressive, innovative stuff that they just have to get uh, approved by Nevada gaming. But yeah, they've been really receptive. I've requested a whole bunch of bets, you know, guys who aren't in the pools. They put them all up real quick. Um, 
Nothing bad to say about them. You know, no, normally I have no, bad things to I, say about lots of bookies. Today, I do not. No, they. they uh, it, by the way, that extends from Will Hill to the Westgate. They all take. A, yeah, they all they've take all taken MGM. Yeah. Will take a big bet on a big number for baseball season bets. Um, which is not the case again in every in every spot. I've been treated very fairly the last couple of weeks in Vegas between Circa, Westgate, and uh, Will Hill. So you know, I, I, I always say I, I'll say negative things about books when they act bad ways. But here's my here's my Shohei comment, which I made yesterday in passing, as we said, because we didn't get into it in deep. But I, but I did say this in passing. My biggest worry, and I am also in on this bet. My biggest worry is. Will they? Will human beings voting on this? We brought this up yesterday. For those who missed it, will human beings voting on this just arbitrarily decide? Well, you know, look, he was George Herman Babe Ruth last year. We hadn't seen it in a hundred years. He's kind of doing that. Let's say it's at a ninety percent level of what he was doing last year. Been there, done that. I'm not going to vote for him. My my thing with that is that when you break down the voting, remember he was the unanimous MVP. Vlad didn't even get one first place vote last year. The voters overwhelmingly said Otani is the best player in baseball, no contest. We just had to wait till November for it. In the meantime, we had three to four months of nonsense articles by everybody saying Vlad might be the MVP. Right. You know, let's bet him at seven to one, whatever. It was just awful, awful commentary. Don't oh. don't listen to it. Otani, four to one, the way inflation's going right now, just pile into it. It won't be four to one for long. Some of the worst commentary I've heard in my life. Awful. Will Hill coming up next with his thoughts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NHL, an official sports betting partner of BetMGM. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team scores a goal, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code VSIN200. 
Plus, you'll earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps for rooms, restaurants, and more at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN100 to win $200 in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Skill Alexander, Jason Weingarten in studio. Uh, you were saying how you like uh, dinners and lunches and that kind of thing here and, and drinks and that sort of thing. That's That's been one of the, the sort of things that I've noticed that's the toughest thing to work out is you have to sort of anticipate who's going to be completely blitzed by the time dinner rolls around that I wouldn't want to have <laughs> I yep. wouldn't want, or they're not going to be, or they're like, yeah, no, I'd like to come to dinner with you, buddy, but I'm going to, I've got better things to do. So very much. It's, it's a, it's a fascinating thing. It's going to be Get invited to dinners. I don't want to go to. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, uh, weekend here for bet bash Two, which begins sort of informally tonight with Alan Boston's Q and a on the movie, uh, California splits. Are you going to that at all tonight? I don't think so. I think I have other other plans this evening, but I I would go if I didn't. I I, th- I, I like California Split. It's, a, it's one of my favorite movies. The the Robert Altman effect of that movie, and I just as you watch those movies, you're like, this is brilliantly done compared to the more formulaic things that you see in theaters today. The constant conversation background. I mean, it's just like it's just like real life being filmed. It has that feeling. Uh, but he does a Q and A tonight. I think I'll go pay my respects. Yeah, what time? It's, uh, I'll try to go. If it I starts can. at 7, I get off prime okay, time. Okay, so right I, might, I might be there for the Q&A part. I won't be there for the movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be there for the movie either. I I'm also going to be on the night show tonight on VEASAN. So. Yes. What show are you on? Uh, with Scott at uh, 11, 11.45 at nice. night or something. Real nice. late. Excellent. We look forward to that as well. Will Hill is here. He hosts the New York City cast, which allegedly Jeff Parlay will be a guest on today. I don't know. It's just a rumor. How you doing, Will? Gil, you'll appreciate this. I asked Jeffrey if he wanted to come on, and he said no. And then I offered him Wendy's breakfast, and he said, what time and how long? So uh, that's actually that's a true story that I just made up. It's a true story. True story that you just made up? Yeah, no. I get it. New York City cast sweeping the nation at not the Will Hill is where you can find uh, Will on Twitter. That's uh, the with two E's. Sorry there were no tennis picks today. I know you I know you sort of ruined your day. Apologies. And there were and there were no tennis picks yesterday. Everyone's quitting. I mean, we're up four to one. We got I, I got plus four twenty five uh, against dinner. And that was uh, that was heartbreaking. I'm getting on Twitter. Someone's t- listen to this, Jeff. Um, t- someone on Twitter is saying that the Westgate in Colorado didn't pay out the Bedosa one, but did pay out the Sarundolo one. That makes no sense whatsoever why they would pay one and not the other. I have no, no explanation. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't say that too, too loudly or they'll, they'll <laughs> yeah. go back and change it. Um, but that's, that's interesting. All right, Will, let's start with the final four before we get to some other things. Do you have a play on either final four game on Saturday? Yeah, nothing too exciting. I like the chalk in uh, in both of them. I, I think my best bet to to go a little further would be the under the first half of Nova Kansas. I just think shorthanded Nova is going to have to slow the game way down. You got to keep Kansas out of transition to begin with, and I think Gillespie can you know kind of slow the game down. You know, not turn the ball over, and I just think if Nova's going to have any chance, uh, you know, they're going to have to play at a slow pace here. So just from a pace standpoint, I think it's 62 for the first half under. I did play the under there, and boy, these first half unders have just been really good in the tournament. Whether it's the 
sight lines, whether it's, you know, the nerves of the game, for whatever reason, these unders have done well. So uh, I'm going to keep riding here. First half under for for, for uh, Nova and Kansas is a good one, I think. I actually really like that because that, that also sort of mitigates against Villanova falling way behind and not being able to play the plotting pace, you know. So I, I like the thinking there. Nothing on Carolina Duke. I like Duke. I, I think Duke's going to beat him. I'm going to take one off. Uh, Chris Felica, the bear had one yesterday on his show. Mark Williams, 15 to one to win most outstanding player of the tournament. If you've watched now, some of the stats don't line up with how dominant he's been. He alters every shot. He's just so impactful on defense. Uh, I think that's a bad number. 15 to one's a lot. I know Ben Carroll's the short shot there, like plus 250 or so. To me, Williams has been just as impactful, if not more so. Uh, I think that's worth the stab there, 15 to one. Who's the guy you were referring to? Felica? Who's that? Felica? Yeah, he's, oh, uh, okay. I don't know. He, he oh. hasn't been on the show recently. I don't know if you. Oh. Interesting. I can give you his number if you want. Okay, please, yeah. I would like to get in contact with him. Uh, Okay, uh, then let's go to the NBA tonight. Any plays in the association where it's getting really super dramatic here down the stretch with jockeying for position? And we might, as as betters and as fans, we might make more to do of the seeding than the players themselves do or the teams themselves do. But I just threw out the whole thing with the Celtics earlier about do, do they have vaccinated players? Do they not in Toronto? Any plays on tonight's card? First of all, I can't remember a more fascinating end of the season race than the Eastern Conference I from the agree. you know the first four to the bottom. Then you throw in the wrinkle with the Toronto and the vaccinations and who wants to be the one and who doesn't want to be the one, which I think the one is a little undervalued now because I think the Nets are going to be in the seven eight. You'd expect them to win the seven, and you know some of these teams have to do what we do, which is handicap you know the other games. And I do think the Nets are going to be in the seven, so maybe you're just better off being the one. You know, getting home court throughout. You're probably still going to avoid the Nets in the first round. Uh, that being said, I do like Milwaukee tonight. I, I think Milwaukee's the one team that's not going to duck anybody. You know, they were a one seed two years in a row. 18, they had the best record. 19, they had the best record. Last year, they won a title. I don't see them ducking anyone. And I just think they're bigger than Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn is really small with Kyrie and Mills in uh, uh, you know, Curry. The Bucks have bigger guards with Holiday and Middleton. I just think this is a good matchup for the Bucks, And I really can't understand you know, why the Nets have been a shorter shot than the Bucks this whole time. They have to go through an extra round in the play-in. They're not going to have home court. I, I can't understand. I mean, the Nets, maybe it's flipped. I think yesterday I looked, they were dead even. I think 6-1 to one to win it all, 3-1 to one to win the East. To me, the, Buc- the Bucks are, you know, much more stable, a much better bet at that number. I just think also we, we've spent, and I mean, look, I get why we haven't, but I do think we should give voice a little more than we have to the possibility. I know, it's crazy. The possibility that if the Nets somehow end up in a 9-10, which, you know, they're teetering on right now, that all it takes is 48 minutes of basketball for them to be done, period. And we saw them, you know, lay an egg the other day against the Hornets, Kyrie's first game at home. I'm just saying, they are human. There is that possibility. So for them, like, they better get in the 7-8 just to just have that mulligan possibility. Yeah, I think the playing gets lumped in like it's all one big thing. There is a massive difference between seven and eight and nine, ten. Yes. Nine, ten, you got to win two in a row just to get in. Seven and eight, you're, you know, you got that safety net. Seven and eight, you're probably going to get in. That you, it'd be hard to see Durant losing two games in a row. Yeah. Uh, that being said, they're probably going to get to the eight just because their schedule is pretty soft. After tonight, they they don't have too many tough games. I think it's Orlando, Houston, the Pacers, the Cavs, Knicks. It's pretty easy after tonight. But you make a good point. And, and the bottom of the East, you know, those nine, ten teams are not terrible. Hawks 
Bucks and Hornets, you know, compare that to the West that the bottom of the East is, is really not that bad. And uh, just to, you know, explain the absurdity of those last couple of weeks of the NBA. How about the Pelicans last night laying 15 points on the road? And I checked, they weren't playing like, you know, the UConn women or some other team. They were playing you an checked. actual NBA team. You it's checked. unbelievable. You double checked on that just to make sure. Yeah, it's it's incredible, man. And then some of these nights, you know, you see teams without players, they end up playing better than whether they had their oh, yeah. stars or not. It's 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 been fascinating. Do you have any futures in the NBA? I got some Philly 10 to one to win the East uh, a, a week or two before they traded for Harden. So uh, I'm rooting for that one. Not too many other ones. Uh, I, speaking of futures, it is a good opportunity tonight. We don't have too many of them left. We could bet against the Lakers because they are playing a basketball game tonight. Uh, I did lay it with the jazz tonight. All you right. figured the jazz after blowing that lead the other night, you know, keep the foot on the gas tonight. And that was really, boy, that was deja vu from the playoff game last year. Wasn't it blowing that lead uh, at LA against the Clippers? Unbelievable. Yeah. And there's no, again, if the Lakers lose tonight and they're 13 point dog, no LeBron tonight. If the Lakers lose, they will once again be on the outside looking in in the play-in situation, play-in uh, scenario in the Western Conference. And LeBron still three games shy of the old-fashioned way, let's put it, to qualify for the scoring title. I was actually looking at what number would I need to bet the Lakers tonight? Like what, how many points? How mean? many points? Yeah. How how big a number on the money line would it get to? What would you come up with? Lakers. I got like. About eight to one was where I'd bet the Lakers tonight. I mean, nobody thinks they're going to win. It's, it's not how sports works, you know. Right. Like, that's at a certain number. I'm. I'll, I'll take them as dog. Actually, I, I like the under. Actually, I bet. I bet two twenty six and a half. Under two twenty six yeah. and a half. All right. Uh, will any season long? We have about a minute left. Any season long baseball bets? Have you made any? Made a bunch of win total bets. Uh, I think my fi- my favorite one is probably the Mets over. I think the Mets, barring you know some. DeGrom, Scherzer injury, that first three in the rotation, DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett is outstanding. I think Buck will you know, come in and stabilize the team. Uh, look, if the Giants can win 107 games last year with that roster, why can't the Mets win you know, 98, 99, 100 games? To me, the Mets are going to be outstanding. Uh, I like their over. I think you can get 89 and a half some places, 90 and a half most places. And to me, Baltimore under 62 and a half. They're just, that division's too hard. And you know, when you're the worst team in a division, you have the hardest schedule because you don't get to play against yourself. You know, These teams, the Blue Jays, the Yankees, they, they they all get 18 games with Baltimore. Baltimore doesn't get 18 games with Baltimore. Their schedule's loaded. So uh, under Orioles, over Mets. Two things, uh, Will. Obviously, the Mets don't have Giants magic. That's the obvious answer to your question okay. about the Giants versus the Mets. And two, I'm with you on the Mets, but every time I say something positive, every Mets fan immediately like comes out. Like Parlay immediately in my ear is like, no, it's not going to happen. They're, they're so defeatist. They just don't believe. I bet DeGrom to win the MVP. Oh, we'll get to that. Thank you, Will. See you guys. Coming back. Crack man. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. 
Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.